الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين استفى ما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا وقال الله تعالى في ايه اخرى فاذكروني اذكركم سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد ومبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد ومبارك وسلم الله سبحانه وتعالى تولد في القران يا ايها الذين امنوا او ايتن افري سنجل ون اوف يو هو هاف ايمان اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا that you must remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a whole lot. You must remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more and more and even more. Now, this hukum has been addressed to each and every single one of us. So we, what we want tonight is to understand why we need this zikr. A lot of people think that they don't need to make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially people who pray in masjid five times a day, who are involved in ilm or dawah or gaza or some work of deen, they think they don't need to make zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Or they think that it's okay, they make one, two, three tasbihat, and they think somehow that is doing amal on this ayah, udhkurullah zikran kathira, that two, three tasbihat, which they roll over very quickly with their tongue, and they manage to finish in seven to ten minutes, that is zikr kasir. Actually, we haven't understood what Allah Ta'ala wants from us in Qur'an until we understand and follow Qur'an al-Kareem and what Allah Ta'ala wants from us, we will not become purified in this world. So actually, the reason Allah Ta'ala told us to make zikr of Allah Ta'ala, the reason Allah Ta'ala told us to make zikr is for a reason. For a reason. That is that the purpose of zikr is for our tazkiyah. Now if a person feels they only need to have a little tazkiyah, then they only make a little zikr. Tazkiyah means that your lack of taqwa. Either a person is pure because they have taqwa or they need to do tazkiyah, they need to cure themselves, purify themselves. Because Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالًا وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ That we have to have that kalbun salim, that pure heart. So either it's pure through taqwa, or it gets purified through tazkiyah. So that person who needs a lot of tazkiyah has to make a lot of zikr. Udhkurullaha dhikran kathira. So there are two ways, broadly speaking, that a person does zikr. One is the basic core standard zikr that you will find throughout the Quran and Sunnah. Such as number one, tilawat Quran, recitation of Quran. Number two, making the musnoon du'as that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam he taught us. Number three, to make istighfar. Number three, to recite durood sharif salawat on the Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Number four, to try to make your salah into zikr, to try to remember Allah Taala in your salah. This is the core. Now our problem is is that we are not even doing well on this core. We don't recite, we don't make these du'as. If we do it, we don't do it as zikr. We do it as recitation. You see, there's words, and there's meanings, and there's feelings. 
So the best of us, even if we make the masnoon dua, it doesn't go beyond words. It's just words. We don't know the meanings, or even if we know the meanings. Sometimes it even happens that we know the meanings, but still when we recite the words, we're not aware of the meanings. Like in our Salah, Surah Al-Fatiha, we all know the meanings. I mean, almost all of you would know the meanings of Surah Fatiha. But when we recite in Salah, we're not aware of the meanings, even though we knew the meanings. So it doesn't go beyond words. If it doesn't reach meanings, there's no way it will reach feelings. Just words, that is not called zikr. So actually some of us are doing these things. Tilaut quran but just words. Masnoon du'as, just words. Istighfar, just words. Durud Shreef Salawat, just words. Not with the meanings, not with the meanings, neither with the feelings. So actually it's not zikr. It's not called zikr. It won't count as zikr. It will count in ibadah. You will get the reward written that you said this, recited this so many times. But it won't do your tazkiyah. It won't purify our heart. It won't melt our heart. It won't bring our heart to the qurb of Allah So because when the mashayikh, the muttaqeen, salihin, sadaqeen of the ummah, they realize this, that this is a change. Otherwise an early ummah, for example, sahabah ikram, they didn't need any extra zikr. All they did was pray salah, recite Quran, all they did was these things. But the mashayikh, they are the ones who keep a watch on the hearts of people. And they saw that now the people are doing something strange, that they have the words, but they don't have the meanings and the feelings. So then they taught us a second type of zikr, which is additional to this core zikr. That is the zikr that is taught by the awliya. This is where you get this word, the zikr azkar, awrad, wazaif, mamulat, that the mashayik teach. Whether it's naqshbandi, mujaddidi zikr, whether it's chishti, sabri zikr, they taught some extra zikr. So a person wonders, why do I even need this extra zikr? I'll just pray nafal salah, recite Quran. You need this extra zikr to get the feelings. Imam Rabbani, Sheikh Ahmed Hindi, Mujaddid al-Fasani, he was a brilliant wali of Allah SWT and a great alim of deen. He used to teach the tafsir of Bidawi, which ulama know is a very difficult tafsir. And this was something to teach every year. So he explained very clearly in one letter that he wrote, his collected letters are called maktubat. He said a person has to first make this zikr. If they're suffering from this problem, that they do ibadat with just words, but they don't have the meanings, or they're not aware of the meanings, and they don't feel the feelings, they need to make some extra zikr. The purpose of that extra zikr is to put their heart back into ibadah. The purpose of that extra zikr is to put the feelings back in their ibadah. Once they make this extra zikr, and if they get the feelings back in their ibadah, then he wrote clearly they don't need this extra zikr anymore, and they should just do tilawat to Qur'an, pray nafil salah, do all of the things that I told you was the core zikr. So this extra zikr is to help us. This extra zikr is to cure us from a very deep sickness that we don't feel the feelings of Salah, we don't feel the feelings of Dua, we don't feel the feelings of Qur'an. This is a deep sickness. And this is for the people who do it. There's another sickness which the majority are in. They don't even do these things. But can you imagine what's, in some sense, this is even more tragic. In one sense, yes, we feel a lot of tragedy for the people who don't pray Salah, who don't read Qur'an, who don't make Dua. But we also feel it's a big tragedy that the people who pray Salah, read Qur'an, make Dua, they do it without feeling. And they do it over and over and over again. So that's actually not following this hukam, Udhkurullah Zikran Kathira. Zikr means to feel the feelings of remembrance. 
Sometimes people also ask this funny question, that what am I supposed to feel when I do zikr? And what, what do they think the answer is? Some of them they think the answer is I should feel some tingling, some harkat. Some of them think the answer is I should feel some warmth, hararat. So our Mashaikh say if you want to feel tingling and warmth, you should get a massage chair and put it on and you will feel tingling and warmth. Allah Ta'ala told us to do zikr for the feeling of zikr. Feeling of zikr means to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now let me explain. There's a process Allah Ta'ala mentioned in Quran. Kad aflahaman tazakka That indeed falah, successful is that person who does tazkiyah, who purifies themselves. What? Purifies themselves of dunya makhluk ghairullah. The second type of zikr that the mashaykh teach, that is for tazkiyah. That is for cure. That is to rid our heart, to make our heart empty of dunya and makhluk. Because a lot of our sins is just because our heart is too full of dunya and makhluk. For example, if a person says they feel the feeling of lust, why? They say they can't control their gaze. Why? Because they're too aware of makhluk. They're too fixated on creation. They're too aware of what's around them. That's all wrong. Somebody says, I feel envy and jealousy for other people. Why? Because they're too attracted to the dunya. They're too aware of who has how much in the dunya. They're over-involved, over-engaged. Wrong. If a person says, I get angry a lot, why do they get angry? Because they say something happened. Somebody said something. Somebody did something. What people do, what they say is insignificant, is trivial. But they're overly involved in creation, so they get angry. So whether they have lust or they have anger, they have envy, they have greed, all of these things is because a person is overly engaged in dunya and makhluk. So the second type of zikr that does tazkiyah is trying to make our heart empty. Make our heart empty of dunya and make our heart empty of makhluk. Once the heart is empty of dunya and makhluk, then you pray salah. As-salatu miraj al-mu'min. Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that salah is the spiritual ascent of the believer. But that's only when your heart is empty of dunya and makhluk. And if your heart is full of dunya and full of makhluk, you will come to salah, it will do nothing for you. You will yourself say, I write email, I feel nothing in salah for 10 years. It won't change you, it won't fix you. Because our heart is full of dunya and makhluk. That's why we have to make this extra zikr. So the extra zikr is lower level. Recitation of Quran, nafil salah, these things are higher level. But normally a person does lower level first. You go to kindergarten or whatever you call it in British English, like reception, whatever you call it, first grade, and class one, form one, then second grade, then third grade. That's how you have to go from lower level to higher level. So Sahabi Akram, they were higher level people. They never had to do this zikr. They never had to do this extra zikr for tazkiyah because just the sohbah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just his sohbah, yes, his nur of nabuwa, just being near that nur was enough to empty their heart of dunya and makhluk entirely. They would say, I forgot everything in the world. They say, I accepted iman, I'm sitting with Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I forgot everything. I forgot dunya, I forgot makhluk, I forgot my own self. This was their state. 
that when they reach that state of emptiness, so when the heart is empty of dunya makhluk, then Allah Ta'ala fills that heart with love and fear of Him. Allah Ta'ala fills that heart with taqwa and tawakkul. Allah Ta'ala fills that heart with sabr and shukr. The Sahaba, they emptied their heart by the sob of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then they practiced deen, learned deen, they filled their heart with the feelings of Islam. So they became feeling mu'mineen. I mean you don't have access to Sobat of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we don't have that most potent force to empty our heart of dunya and makhluk. Second, me and you, our heart is full of dunya and makhluk. Look at the type of lives we live, very different from Sahaba Ikram. We're earning dunya, living in dunya, striving in dunya, loving dunya, acquiring dunya, increasing dunya. We're interacting with makhluk in in store there's Ghair Mahram, in office there's Ghair Mahram, in hospital there's Ghair Mahram, in school there's Ghair Mahram, everywhere there's Ghair Mahram. So we are in a completely different state, completely different state. Well, we need to make that first zikr first, <coughs> like we say in English, first things first. Hmm? First things first. It means, Udhkurullah zikrin kathira. First make so much zikr, so that your heart becomes emptied of dunya and makhluk. Then, وَذَاكِرِينَ kathira. Then keep making a lot of zikr to get the qurb of Allah Ta'ala. Keep making a lot of zikr to get the love for Allah Ta'ala. So there are two places in the Quran. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أُذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ ذِكْرًا كَثِيرًا And then, وَذَاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ kathira. And those believers who remember Allah Ta'ala a lot. That's a different type of zikr. That's when they empty their heart from these things. This is why we need to make zikr. So you have to analyze yourself. I gave you the purpose of zikr. Writing those two, three tasbihat, was it successful? Was it emptying your heart of dunya and makhluk? No, <laughs> it doesn't. Praying whatever salah you pray, is it emptying your heart of dunya and makhluk? It's not. If you find that's the case, you need to go for this extra zikr. The mashayikh, awliyaullah, were experts. Allah Ta'ala Himself tells us in Quran, Ar-Rahman, fas'al bihi khabira. Ar-Rahman, Allah tells all merciful, know it, know the word Ar-Rahman, know the meaning Ar-Rahman. Now if you want to know the feeling, fas'al, you must go ask, you must go inquire. Bihi khabira, that person who is khabir, that person who is deeply informed of what our heart should feel once we know that Allah tells Ar-Rahman. So this is why we go and learn from a shaykh this first level zikr which is for our tazkiyah to purify our heart from dunya and makhluk. To purify our heart, to cleanse our heart from dunya and makhluk. This is why Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam he said, لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ سِكَالَةٌ وَسِكَالَةُ الْقُلُوبِ ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ That for everything there is a purifying polish and the purifying polisher of the heart is the zikr of Allah SWT. So you will see when you polish wood, what do you do? The first time you do it is to remove the stains. Then you do it to remove the dust. That's the first process. That's called tazkiyah. First you do it to remove the stain and to remove the dust. Then you'd keep doing it. Why? That's something else. That's to get the shine. That's to bring the shine of the wood. That's to bring the luster of the wood. That's called qurb. That's called taqarrub. That's called to get more intimately near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That taqarrub, that is called nawafil salah. Quran, dua, but that will only give you that shine if first you remove the stains and you remove the dust. If you remove the stains and you remove the dust. Very simple. Stain is called sin, dust is called ghaflat. Stain is called sin, dust is called ghaflat. 
in the Sahih Adith, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that any time a believer sins, a stain comes on their kalb. Word for word. Any time and every time a believer sins, a stain comes on their kalb. Now when the stain is on their kalb, you have to do something different. i give you another example. Imagine that nafl salah, talawah, tikran is like itr. Right? If your clothing is dirty and has a stain on it, you can't put itr. There's no benefit. Right? Itr is something else. Itr is something, fragrance is something to put when the clothing is clean. But you have another problem, that your clothing is dirty. So now you have to put soap. <laughs> you have to put soap. When you put soap, detergent, water, when you clean it, after it's clean, then you put it there. So now we need another thing because we got our clothing dirty. So when we stained our heart through sin, it's foolish to think applying it there is going to cure it. That's why people actually say this, that I pray Salah and I sin. We keep telling people that the type of cases we get is what? The people who pray. It's not like... Sometimes we get those cases, but not normally in Blackburn, Bolton, Preston. We get those cases in London. When we go out universities and meet people like that, they have another problem that they don't pray. Here, mashallah, hardcore Indian Gujarati community. So you have a different issue. You pray and you sin. They have another problem. They don't pray and they sin. Different problem. Different solution. Hmm? If a person prays and sin, it simply means that they're putting stain on their heart. The praying is itar. It's not going to remove the stain. You try it, you go and put dirty clothing on washing machine instead of detergent, you put it there. Run the whole cycle. Your clothing will come out dirty. It may come out smelling, but it will come out with still the stain on it. Still the stain. That's why you get the fragrance, but you still have the stain. You get the fragrance, but you still have the stain. So this is why we have to make the zikr that the mashaik taught if we have any stain. If somebody says, no, I don't have stains, I only have taqwa, I say, no problem. If you say you're 100% taqwa, no need to make zikr the mashayik taught. If you have 100% taqwa, you just pray, recite Quran, make nafil salah, and you should teach people tazkiyah. No need to make tazkiyah, you should teach people tazkiyah. You understand? So stain was sin, and dust is ghaflat. Dust is ghaflat. What does that mean? So ghaflat means, What? That when we do useless things, when we do pointless things, so we explained this last night in Bolton, Allah Ta'ala says, That who are the believers? That the believers are successful or those believers, Allah Ta'ala mentions few characteristics. First is about Salah, second is this, That they stay away from fudul, they stay away from pointless, futile things. Why? Because dust comes on them. You will see if the dust comes and the woman, she will wipe the thing. Then again dust comes, again she has to wipe it. She has to keep wiping the dust off. So what is ghaflat? Ghaflat means watching sports, reading news, surfing the internet, reading novels, or even then it can spill over to sin, watching TV, watching movies. This is how it begins. It begins with dust. So just think, every time you're sitting and watching sports, the dust is coming on you. <laughs> just think like that. That you're like the idle piece of furniture and dust is coming on you. Now again you'll have to make zikr to wipe away the dust. Again you watch the sports. Again the dust came on you. Again you have to make zikr to wipe away the dust. Then you decide to do some surfing, which you didn't need to do. Not some work email. Just surfing. 
just browsing. Again, dust came on you. Again, you have to make zikr. So the zikr is going constantly to remove the dust. And you keep getting the dust. And then if on top of that you sin, then you keep getting the stains. Keep getting the stains, keep getting the dust, you'll have to make more zikr. Udhkurullah zikran kathira. Just like that furniture, it keeps having stains, keeps getting dust. Poor lady, she keeps wiping it. Huh? Keeps like it's very rare that you're going to see any nur or polish or luster because she's saying it always has dust and it always has stains. Hmm? That's the state of our kalb. That's what's happened to our spiritual heart. Always has stain, always has dust. The only solution, Udhkurullah zikran kathira. That make more and more zikr. So if we're not looking for this, harkat and hararat, we're not looking for warmth and tingling, what are we looking for? So what you're looking for is change. This is the effect of zikr. That you change. If you change, the zikr is going just right. We're not here, we're not goofy Sufis, that we do zikr to fly in the air, or zikr to feel that something is happening to us, Right? There's another problem. There's a lot of goofy tasawwuf also out there. Right? They will try to tell you that, you know, you do zikr to feel this and shaykh is going to look at you and this will happen to you. Hmm? Allah Akbar. Not like that. You're doing zikr to change. What change? That you change and become according to Quran, Sunnah and Sharia. That's called tazkiyah. If that's not happening, yes, then you can ask that the question that zikr, something is wrong. Something is wrong somewhere. Something is seriously wrong somewhere if it's not changing you, if it doesn't fix you. Just like if you put the clothing and you put the detergent and you put the water, it comes out dirty, you'll say something's wrong with the washing machine. There's something wrong. <laughs> Some problem somewhere. Hmm? So this is the sign that we're looking for in zikr, that a person changes. Okay, how much do you want to change? You want to change entirely. Yes. You want to change completely, absolutely, entirely. We tell our own students that you want to change so much that if you look at yourself in the mirror, you cannot recognize yourself. We didn't mean physically. It means that you look at yourself in the eye in the mirror. You look deep into your soul in the mirror. You've changed so much you don't recognize yourself anymore. That's called coming on Quran, Sunnah and Sharia. Because who we are right now is somebody who has some serious sin. You know, some of us were involved in some sins that were addicted to them. Everybody is like that. The elderly have lots, and some of the elderly have sins of anger. They get angry a lot. They use harsh language. They have harshness. This is against the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Kareem sallallahu was soft and gentle and kind. He never used foul language. He never used inappropriate language. Some of the young people have sin that they have too much lust. They can't control their gaze. So what happens is when you're addicted to the sin, you're afflicted by the sin, the sin becomes who you are. It becomes your sifat. The only way you will get taskiyah is by changing who you are. You can't remain who you are and leave that sin. You have to change everything. The way you walk, the way you talk, the way you look, the way you act, the way you interact, the way you feel, your outlook. That's called taskiyah. That's what zikr does. So if you want to know how much zikr should I do, Udhkurullah zikran kathira, you have to do so much zikr that you feel that you are changing. Your nature is changing. Your being is changing. Your outlook is changing. Your personality is changing. That's how much zikr you have to make. It's only when you change, then you'll be able to shed. 
Like the snake, it has to shed its entire skin. It has to change completely. Just like that, we have to change completely. Because some of us are involved in some sins that are atrocious, unspeakable in masjid, that are so despicable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We were telling some of our friends the other day that that sin that only Allah ta'ala knows and you know, that is the sin you should be scared of. The private sins, the secret sins, the sin that nobody knows, the people I pray next to in masjid, they don't know. The person I work with in the shop, he doesn't know. My wife at home, children at home, they don't know. That sin that is only between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is the sin that should terrify you. That's the sin that's become part of us, become of who we are. So you have to keep making the zikr. Keep making zikr until we become changed. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanudkurullaha zikran kathira that we have to change. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he made it clear in Quran that what happens when shaitan attacks a person. Istahwada alayhum shaitan fa'ansahum zikrullah. That when shaitan attacks and becomes ghalib, becomes dominant on them, fa'ansahum zikrullah, what does he do? He makes the believers forget the zikr of Allah ta'ala. Lit word for word. Fa'ansahum zikrullah. He makes the believers forget their zikr. When they forget the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, they will forget Allah Ta'ala. When they forget Allah Ta'ala, then shaitan leaves us to the nafs. Shaitan leaves us to the nafs. Because the nafs will take over and fill us with feelings for dunya and makhluk. That person, remember, who made zikr, they made their heart empty of dunya and makhluk. So shaitan's waswasa doesn't work on them. <laughs> shaitan's waswasa can only work if the nafs listens. Imagine like this. Nafs is the double agent of shaitan. Nafs is the spy. Nafs is the secret agent of shaitan inside us. Shaitan is other than us. He's another creation. Inside us is our nafs. If our nafs doesn't answer his waswasa, if our nafs doesn't listen to waswasa, shaitan has no hope. No hope of his waswasa coming on us. So the nafs, how do you train the nafs? How do you do this mujatu to nafs, this to nafs? By making the heart empty of makhluk in dunya. Then the nafs has nothing to desire. Because you've completely forgotten the world and completely forgotten creation. So there's nothing for the nafs to desire. So shaitan puts waswasa, it has no effect. Because the nafs doesn't listen to it at all. You're getting a feeling now? What this process of tazkiyah is? It's a process. <laughs> it's a process. It's not something that you land on. It's not a dot. It's a process. Hence Allah Ta'ala said in Quran and Surah Fatiha, إِذِنَ السِّرَاطِ سِرَاطُ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Sirat Allah Ta'ala chose to explain to us, it's a path. Deen isn't something you land on. And a lot of us, we think like that. We get content with where we are. We become stationary in deen. We think, okay, I have this and I have this and I have few amal, few tasbihat, few hours I spend on this, few days I go for that. And we think we've landed, we've arrived, we become stationary. You can never become stationary in deen. It's sirat. It's a path. It's always moving. Like a person's driving. Right? So if you take the satnav and it says driving, how long is the journey? Until your grave. That's sirat al-mustaqim. You keep going. Keep moving. Keep driving. You can never be stationary. There's no maqam that you arrive at that you're fine with who you are. This is, this is also what our mashaik teach us. They're always pushing us motivating us, inspiring us to keep us moving because they understood that deen is sirat, sirat al-mustaqim. Let me tell you, 
Our Salim Bai is here. He knows. Sheikh, he keeps us moving. There's 20 years and still there's no pause for us. No resting for us. Sirat, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. This is a problem that we had. That the Musalleen and the Masajid, they stop becoming dynamic. They reach a certain level of deen and that's it. They think they've reached their balance. They say, I give so much time to dunya, I give so much time to khidmat, I give so much time to ibadat. They think they worked it out correctly and they just stay there. That they're stuck. That's not salat. You're stuck. There's no being stuck. There's no being stationary. You have to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. If the people in the masjid don't keep moving, there's no hope the people out there will keep moving. There's no hope. If you slow down even, forget getting stuck. If you even slow down, there's no hope for this whole community. This is why from your own children, some of you literally maybe, from your own children, you're producing children who are sinning. You're producing hafiz who sin. Yes, this is the feature of the Northwest Gujarati community. That you have hafiz plus zina, hafiz plus murder. I had a case like that. Allahu Akbar. Hafiz plus zina, hafiz. I'm talking Gujarati young men. Hafiz plus zina, hafiz plus murder, hafiz plus music, hafiz plus movies, hafiz plus missing fajr. This is happening. This is happening now. It is happening from within. It's not happening out there. Hafiz must be here, must have been with us at some point, right? Hafiz must be in Wamasjid Walata, Wamaktib Walata, Madrasa Walata. He was with us. What's happening? It's happening on our watch. <laughs> it's happening on our beat. It's happening on our duty. Why? Because we're stationary. You're stationary. Hmm? So even few of you, you have to become strong, super dynamic indeed. Everyone who prays five times in Jamaat and Masjid should become the wali of the neighborhood. What happened to you? That you managed to pray five times Jamaat and Masjid, but you were stationary in deen, stuck in deen, slow in deen. You are the, you can't count on Mashaikh anymore now. There are too few Mashaikh left in this world. You have to take up the fight. You have to take up the cause. You have to be the source of nur and barakah. It will happen when you leave sin. It will happen when you make kasrat zikr. It will happen when you make tazkiyah. It will happen when you remove the stain. It will happen when you remove the dust. Then you will shine. Then you will shine. This is the first level of zikr that a Mashaikh teach that a person has to Make their tazkiyah. Has to make their tazkiyah. Hazrat Jimalana Inam al-Hassan And I read this with my own eyes. When he said this, that if you don't have shaykh, you meet, people forget the first part. He said, if you don't have shaykh, then you make these three tasbihs. What he meant was, that if for some crazy, unexplicable reason, you don't yet have shaykh, you make these three tasbihs temporarily until you find shaykh. That's what he meant. It's like when a person converts to Islam and they're learning how to pray and they pray and then they come to me and they say, I don't know Dua Kunut. We say, okay, ulama have given different answers for this. If you don't know Dua Kunut, you recite this in Witr. It doesn't mean now he recites it for the next 20 years of his life. That's not what it meant. It meant that, okay, if you have not yet learned Dua Kunut, a temporary stopgap measure, you recite this in with your salah, and at the first priority, you must learn du'a kunut immediately. That's what it meant. If I explain the sentence to you, just like that, that's what he meant. If you don't yet have shaykh, as a temporary mechanism, you make these few tasbihat until you find shaykh and learn the proper real zikr that will do your taskiyah so you can do the real taskiyah so you can do dawah with the nur. So you can do dawah with the nur. Who wants to do dawah with the dust? Hmm? Who wants to do dawah with the stains? 
That's why it's so difficult. I can tell you when the battle Jamaats used to come to America, each one was dripping nur. One thousand of you don't equal one of them. Yes, one thousand of you don't even equal one of them. Because they were awliya, they were sahib nisbat. Yes, they were real, true, living sahib nisbat. They had done bear to shaykh, and they did kasrat zikr and they removed the stain, removed the dust, and there was a nur coming from their heart. Each one of them was more than thousands of the people today. Yes, Hazrat Mulana Ilyas, one Mulana Ilyas is worth a hundred thousand of the people today. Why? <laughs> not because of his ilm, not because he was Mulana, because of his kalb, because of the nur in his heart, because of the kasrat of zikr, because of the shine that he had. And when you lose that shine, <laughs> and you want to walk around with dust, and you want to walk around with stain, it's not, that's not, what, that's not the path, that's not the hakikat, that's not the reality. So you have to get the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everyone has to get the zikr. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu. Alladheena amanu is everyone. Alladheena amanu is everyone. Nobody can say this isn't my line. This isn't my mizaj. May ilm walahu, may doubt walahu, may gaza walahu. Are you alladheena amanu or not? That's the only question to ask. If you're alladheena amanu, udhkurullah zikran kathira. If you're not doing Udhkurullah Dikran Kathira voluntarily, you better check. <laughs> you better question yourself. You want to be Alladina Amanu or not? It's the only choice a person can make. Mansha'afal Yu'min. It's the only choice we have. Hmm? If we make that choice that we want to have Iman, we have to do every single thing Allah SWT tells us as Alladina Amanu. So we have to make this Zikri Kathir. Lot of Zikr. Lot of Zikr. Keep making the zikr until you see the stains gone, you see the dust gone. But does it mean you no longer feel attracted towards sports? It can't happen. I give you a bayan, don't want sports. It has no effect on you. I know. I've tried that effort. It has no effect. You go right back to the sports. The only thing that will pull you away is the zikr. If I give you bayan, stop sitting on internet. It has no effect on you. The only thing that's going to pull you away is if you make the zikr of Allah SWT. The zikr of Allah SWT in your heart will protect you from all of these things. If you still lash out on your tongue, you have a loose tongue, sharp tongue, use harsh words on your wife, use harsh words on your children, you think you have nuru'ub, you like to have jalal in your home, and my bayan won't change you. You have to make zikr of Allah SWT. If you have bad feelings towards people, you have su'izan, badgumani, you're always critiquing, always finding fault, you're that humaza. That Allah Ta'ala said, wail, wail to every such person. Bayan won't fix you. It's the zikr that will fix you. Yes, Bayan can explain to you these things, that these things are stains, that these things are sin. But until you make the zikr kathir, you won't get this tazkiyah. It's not possible. I've never in my life yet met somebody who had tazkiyah without making zikr kathir. Because of its Quran, <laughs> who can circumvent Quran? Allah Ta'ala, this eye of yours, I will cut it with scissors out of Qur'an. I don't need to do Uthkurullah Dhikr and Kathir. Can anybody do that? Can anybody take their scissors to their Musaf at home and cut this eye out? So if you can't cut it out of your Musaf, your copy of Qur'an, why do you want to cut it out from your life? What do you think you're doing that makes you think you can cut this out from your life? That's why we're struggling as a community. That's why there's secret sins going on. You don't think I know? Hmm? Allahu Akbar, Ajeeb. Huh? How many sins the Dariwalas in Northwest do? You don't think I know? Hmm? How many sins the Dariwala and the Mazis in the Northwest do? It's a problem. 
It's because you don't have tazkiyah. It's that simple. It's that simple. Now, I also would have thought, and I also used to think when I was young, when I was 20, 21, that the ilm will save me. Ilm won't save you. <laughs> if I'm telling you, ilm won't save you. I know people who are mothers and graduates who said, hmm? so, ilm isn't going to save you. Being alim isn't going to save you. So what other work is there that you think is going to save you? Hmm? This is what saves a person. Everything in deen has its own proper place. Nothing is a substitute for something else. Salah can't be a substitute for zakah. Zakah can't be a substitute for fasting Ramadan. Fasting isn't a substitute for hajj. Any ilm isn't a substitute for zikr. Khidmat isn't a substitute for ilm. Ilm isn't a substitute for dawah. Dawah isn't a substitute for zikr. There's no substitutability in deen. If Allah Ta'ala said anything in Qur'an by saying, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, there's no substitute for that. No substitute for that. Udhkurullaha dhikran kathira, that we have to make the zikr. Then Allah Ta'ala, another verse to make it even more clear, He said, Allah bi dhikrillahi tatma'innul kulub. That only and only in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will the hearts find itminan. Allah bi dhikrillahi tatma'innul kulub. So that's another thing. Allah, which does it mean? Allah is called harfi tanbih. Allah means be well informed, be aware. In Urdu it means khub hosh sisun. Allah bi dhikrillah. Only and only in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tatma'innul kulub will the spiritual hearts find itminan. That's it. Allah has laid down the law. <laughs> you try to find itminan through any other way, you will never be able to find it. And again we find the same thing. So many people who pray salah five times in the masjid, bichin, parishan, always stressed in tension, in anxiety, in worry. Hmm? Allah Akbar. Why? Because you can't circumvent this ayah. <laughs> you can't be an exception to Quran. Allah Ta'ala is saying, Allah bi dhikrillahi tatma'innul kulub. So tazkiyah through zikr kasir. Itminan also through zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then when they get in the tension, the stress, the slightest is sometimes amazing. Allah Ta'ala has given you so much mashallah. You have so much izzat. You have a home. You have a car. You have food in your fridge. A little bit, just a little bit, your business goes down. Gone. You lose all itminan. You get irritable, you get angry, you have stress, you don't, sometimes you don't see you in masjid. Huh? Allah Akbar. Aapka deen itna kacha daga tha, ki tajarat ko unch neet se aapka kacha daga tut gaya. You are so fragile on deen. And that's what we say, the vast majority of people we see, their happiness and sadness is based on dunya. If you see them sad, you ask them, why are you sad? They won't say, because I missed the hajjud today. No. There be some dunya reason, some makhluk reason. I'm sad something happened in business today. I'm sad somebody did this to me today. All 99% of their sadness is because of dunya or makhluk. When you see them happy, it's again 99% of the happiness based on dunya and makhluk. Zikr comes to make dunya and makhluk zero in your heart. Khaja Aziz and Hassan Majroor Ram great Khalifa of Hazrat Khaja Shaykh Ali he said, Ab to khalwat. Hmm? Everything is gone. What he meant, I did so much zikr, I got this tazkiyah. I got khala in my heart. It means every desire has left my heart. 
every desire, yearning, dunya, makhluk, it's all God. Ab khalwat. Now he says to Allah Ta'ala, he's, he does sada, he does plaintive supplication to Allah Ta'ala. Now Allah Ta'ala, my heart is empty now. <laughs> I made it empty for you. Up to aja, up to aja. Oh Allah Ta'ala, now you come. Means you send your love in, send zikr in. This is called tazkiyah. Hmm? Emptying the heart of dunya and makhluk. And can you imagine the people who pray Salah and Masjid, how full their hearts are of dunya and makhluk. And in some delusion, thinking they don't need to make zikr. Thinking they don't need to learn the zikr. Thinking they don't need to practice zikr. This is a big problem. Big problem that we have. So Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Allah bi zikrillah tatma'innul kulub. It means that where are we going to make zikr from? We're going to make zikr from our kalb. Our mashaykh, they teach this particular method of zikr. It's called zikr-e-kalbi. Zikr-e-kalbi. Exactly what Allah Ta'ala mentioned in Quran. Zikr-e-kalbi. Like Allah Ta'ala says in Surah Kahf, وَلَا تُطِئْ مَنْ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبُهُ أَنْ ذِكْرِنَا That don't obey that person. Don't listen to that person. Don't listen to that parent. Don't listen to that da'i. Don't listen to that alim. مَنْ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبُهُ أَنْ ذِكْرِنَا whose kalb, whose spiritual heart, Allah says, we have made empty of our zikr. Allah Akbar. Hmm? Now imagine how important the zikr kalbi is. How critical the zikr kalbi is. We have to learn how to get this zikr of Allah SWT back into our kalb. So very simple, our Mashaik have explained this. Very simply. There are two ways to make zikr of Allah Taala in our kalb. Two ways to make zikr kalbi. One is how to make zikr kalbi when you're busy, and the second is how to make zikr kalbi when you're free. How to make zikr kalbi when you're busy. Next is how to make zikr kalbi when you're free. If you can make zikr like that all the time, even when busy, and then also make it some of the time when free, it is enough to do amalan uzkurullaha zikran kathir. You will be on zikr kathir. You will be on your path of tazkiyah. And every day you do the zikr, every day you will be moving further on the path. You will then check with yourself whether you are changing. So how to make this zikr, number one. How to make zikr kalbi when you're busy. Busy means everything and anything you do. You're doing laundry, you're cleaning the house, you're washing your car, you're shopping in the market, you're driving, you're dropping children, you're picking children, you're earning a living, you're working in office, you're studying in school, you're at university, whatever it is that you're doing. You're meeting someone, you're sitting in family gathering, whatever it is that you're busy doing, you still have to remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart. Why there should be no business, no activity that makes us forget Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. What type of activity is that that makes me ghafil from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? What type of occupation is that that makes me forget Allah subhanahu wa There should be nothing like that. Nothing like that. That's how permanently the heart should be attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's called zakirin. So Allah ta'ala said in Quran, رِجَالٌ لَا تُلْهِيهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا بَيْءٌ أَنْ ذِكْرِ That there are such people that neither tijara nor bay'a, not buying, selling, trading, commerce, nothing. Latulhim, it cannot even distract them from the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Unko Allah Ta'ala ki yad se hila bini sakta. Kya tamam dunyavi mushrufiyat or mushguliyat unko Allah ki yad se atani sakta. Allah Hakim is Quran. 
Now, when is the business community going to become like that? Hmm? Means in English, and I said it already in English, that nothing can distract them from the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some people, they insist, no, it's not possible. How is that possible? How is that possible? So a good example Allah ta'ala gave us one month ago was Ramadan. So when you were fasting, you always remembered that you were fasting. If I asked you right in the middle of the meeting, do you remember your fasting? You would say, yes, of course I remember I'm fasting. I say, look, you look to be very busy. You were so engaged. He says, look, I was in the meeting, but I always remembered I was fasting. If I said, okay, you're driving. You remember you're fasting? You said, yes, I remember I'm fasting. If you were doing anything, you would never, you would say, no matter what, if I kept asking you, you would say, look, friend, every single second I'm aware that I'm fasting. No matter what I'm doing, I'm aware that I'm fasting. So this is a proof that Allah Ta'ala gave us the ability to be doing something and still remain aware of Allah. So just like in Ramadan, this was a practice for us. We were actually trained by Allah Ta'ala in Ramadan in zikr. That's why you felt closer to Allah Ta'ala by the way in Ramadan. It wasn't the fasting itself, it was the zikr that was produced from the fasting. It was the feeling of remembrance of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala that you felt due to the fasting. So if we can remember fasting, why can't we remember that Allah Ta'ala for whom we fasted? Because the month of fasting is gone, but Rabbi Ramadan is still there. So this is a proof that you can remember something while doing something else. Allah Ta'ala gave us this ability to remember Him while doing anything and everything that we do. Now where will you remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart? Because what Allah Ta'ala say, tijara, that tijara and bayad doesn't distract them, so that means they're buying, selling, their tongue is busy. Tongue is buying, selling, negotiating, placing orders, moving shipments. It's not the tongue that's doing zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So don't think that zikr means you should be reciting tasbih and making zikr with your tongue 24-7. That's also another type of ghaflat. Can you imagine? Imam Abu Nifra Ta'ala Ajib, Ajib, he said in salah, if in the first sitting, in four rakah salah, in the second rakah, if you sit and you say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, and if you start Durood, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. He said, if you say the name of the Prophet sallallahu if you reach that far, you say his name, you have to do Sadat al-Sa. So it's written in the books that Sayyidina Rasulullah came to him in a dream. And asked him, oh no man, you are telling people that if they say my name, they have to make Sadat al-Sa. And he said, yes, Ya Rasulullah because they took your name in ghaflat. How could they forget that they are not in last rakah, they are in second rakah. So if they took your name forgetfully, they must have been ghafil. So if they took your name with ghaflat, they have to make two extra sajdas. That's why he made this masla. So he said, Oh my Numan, you have made right masla. Allah Akbar. Ajeeb. Hmm? So most, 99% of people who like to have this practice of making zikr, they make say, I make 10,000 rudrif a day. If you did it with ghaflat, huh? Can you imagine? You took the name of Nabi Kareem Sassam with ghaflat. Your heart was thinking something else. Your mind was thinking something. You're just racing through. This is bedbi. <laughs> this is khilafi adab. This is not called zikr. <coughs> this is called khilafi adab. Khilafi adab. Yes, if you can say that you have a zakir kalb and every single time you recite the drood shreif, your heart feels it. I say, so bismillah. Hundred times you should do it. Thousand times do it. Ten thousand times do it. But if you say, no, I just go through it with my tongue like that. Tuck, 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 tuck. This khilafi adab. Don't think that's zikr. You're under some delusion if you want to call that zikr. 
Both things will be written in your book of deeds. Number one, that he said these words a thousand times. Number two, he didn't feel it a thousand times. Both things will be written. Yes. <laughs> what makes you think that just the wordings will be written and the lack of feelings won't be mentioned? Hmm? So this zikr is zikr kalbi. Zikr kalbi. When the mother sends her son to Darloom and she speaks to him on the phone and she says, what, Oh Abdullah, I remember you all the time. What does it mean? It means she's sitting in a corner going Abdullah, 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 Abdullah with her tongue? No. It means my heart is always remembering you. Even if I'm with other children, even if I'm doing laundry, even if I'm teaching the girls at school, my heart is always remembering you. Now you understand now Zikra Kalbi. So Zikra Kalbi means to train your heart to always remember Allah. So simple. To train your heart to always remember Allah. Believe me, then your life will change. Because when you remember Allah Ta'ala, you will behave differently. You will act differently. You will interact differently. So how to do this? Simply you have to remind your heart to remember Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Keep reminding your heart to remember Allah Ta'ala. Remind your heart about Allah Ta'ala. What about Allah Ta'ala? That Allah Ta'ala is with me inni kareeb. Allah Ta'ala is with me. Remind you, you should feel that every second of the day. Remind your heart, huwa ma'akum, ayna ma'kuntum. I'm in Allah Ta'ala's company and Allah is my companion. I'm in Allah's company and Allah is my companion. What a beautiful way of life Allah Ta'ala gave us in Quran. Hmm? You're never alone. I'm in Allah's company, Allah is my companion. All the time you should think like that. In the business, in the shop, in the school, in the clinic. Then you will enjoy life. Forget salah. You will enjoy life. You will enjoy sitting in the shop. Yes. You will be smiling in the shop. Why? Because inside your heart is doing zikr of Allah Ta'ala. You will be smiling. You will be smiling. Alhamdulillah. So keep reminding your heart. In the beginning you have to do this one thousand thousands of times a day. Because our heart is forgetful. So you keep reminding your heart to remember Allah Ta'ala. Keep reminding your heart about Allah Ta'ala. I gave you two, three examples. Anything you want to remember for Allah Ta'ala. Any feeling for Allah Ta'ala you want to have. Shukr, that's zikr. You want to have feeling of love, zikr. Feeling of fear, zikr. Feeling of tawakkul, zikr. Anything about Allah Ta'ala you want to remember. You want to remember He's al Karim, He's giving everything to me, zikr. You want to remember He's Al-Razaq, He's provided everything for me, zikr. Anything and everything you remember about Allah Ta'ala that you remind yourself to feel for Allah Ta'ala, all of that is called zikr. And Allah Ta'ala has put so many things. I gave you a few examples. Quran al-Kareem and the Sunnah of Nabi al-Kareem is full of information about Allah Ta'ala. Full of how we should feel for Allah Ta'ala. Start feeling those feelings. <laughs> Start feeling, that's called zikr. Start feeling those feelings in your heart. That's it. And keep doing it all the time, day, night, in work, at home, with friends, when alone. Keep feeling those feelings. So that's how to make zikr al-kalbi when we're busy. Second is how to make zikr al-kalbi when we're free. How to make zikr al-kalbi when we're free. In Arabic that's called muraqaba. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, Kana alaykum raqiba. That Allah Ta'ala is raqib over you. Raqib means Allah Ta'ala is intensely watchful. He's aware of you. Muraqaba means make it two-way. That there should be some time. Now you can't do this one all the time. This you do 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. In your free time. فَإِذَا faragta, When you become free. sub, Become strong, steadfast. Don't turn to recreation. Don't turn to entertainment. Don't turn to leisure. Don't seek pleasure. 
فَأَنِيبُ إِلَى رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ Instead turn to Allah. Turn to Allah with yearning. That's what we're supposed to do when we're free. Now the best believers do that in all of their free time. But I know not all of you are ready for that yet. So no problem. Do it for part of your free time. Now look, Mishayik, make it so easy. 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. Can you imagine? 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. Because actually this zikr is pure joy. This zikr is you should be crying. That Mishayik tell us only to do it 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. You should be saying, you should tell me to do it all my free time. What else could I do in my free time that is better than the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, وَلَذِكْرُ akbar." Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, and indeed certainly the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is akbar, is the greatest thing, the greatest thing. But okay, fine, if we don't understand that yet, then spend 10, 15, 20 minutes of your free time and sit in this zikr of Allah Ta'ala. How do we make this zikr? You will sit with this niyyah, sit with the intention that, Yala, I want to remember you, and I want to forget everything except for you. I want to forget dunya, forget makhluk. I want to forget the world and all that it contains. I want to forget myself and all that I contain. Yes. And I only want to remember you. How? Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَذْكُرْ رَبَّكَ فِي nafsik, Make dhikr of your Rabb inside. Inside yourself, in your button. What is inside us is our ruh. Which part of the root does zikr our kalb? So make zikr from your kalb. You withdraw your awareness, go deep inside, try to forget everything, and make near that your kalb, your spiritual heart, is remembering Allah. That's it. Calm, relaxed, simple, silent, sober. Tadarru an wakhifa. With longing, yearning, silently, secretly. This Quran. Which zikr will you make with your kalb? Wadkur isma rabbik. Make dhikr of the name of your Rabb. The name of our Rabb is Allah. Tabaraka rabbik. Full of barakah is the name of your Rabb. So you just need to get the blessings of Allah's name in your heart. So simple. So you spend 10, 15, 20 minutes a day making the zikr kalbi called muraqabah. And the rest of the time you always fill your hearts with feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the way our mashaykh made for us to do amalan udhkurullaha dhikran kathira. Then you watch. You watch your heart. You watch your feelings. You watch your life. Once your heart becomes full of love for Allah Ta'ala, once your heart becomes empty of makhluk, empty of dunya, then your heart will become full of love for Allah Ta'ala, full for love for deen, love for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa love for his sunnah. Then when that also happens, then you leave this muraqabah and you pray nawafil salah. Then you make tilawah to Qur'an. Then you see what will happen. Then see how your salah will be. Then see how your recitation of Qur'an will be. Then see how much you feel when you make dua. This is the path our mashayik have made. So this is open. Anyone can take this path. Anyone can practice the zikr. We make dua that Allah SWT keep us on tazkiyah. Allah Ta'ala give us a way to do amalan udhkurullaha dhikran kathira. Allah Ta'ala shake us out of our slumber. Allah Ta'ala take us out of our stupor. Our... Ah, Allah Ta'ala take us, put us in a feeling for Him, put the feeling of ragba and inaba in our heart. May Allah Ta'ala make each and every one of us and each and every one in the Ummah from Zakirin Allah Kathira wa Zakirat wa Akhirin Da'wana and Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.